Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and with us this morning for a return engagement. Been a little over a year. Eric Berger, Executive Director of Highway 80 Rescue Mission, serving Longview for many, many years and Tyler as well for the last few years. Time for an update. Good morning. Great to have you with us, Eric. Good to be here. Thank you. Don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. And once again, Eric, Highway 80, since 1955, serving the needs of the homeless and needy in the East Texas area. Needless to say, in 61 years, almost 62 years, things have grown and changed a lot. Let's get a little bit of history and background and just a description of who you are and what you do for those who may not be familiar. Well, we're a Christian organization that's dedicated to just serving the poor and the homeless. And one of the things that's unique is that area churches in 1955 got together and say we need to do something. And we have been supported by those churches and individuals ever since. Mm-hmm. Rehabilitation, restoration for homeless men, women, and children in crisis through Christ-centered programs. Important to note that. I'm sure non-denominational, and you provide critically needed goods and services to the homeless, the poor, the needy. No regard to race, color, creed, national origin, or religion. Christ-centered, you offer that to your clients, but uh, again, no regard to any of the above. And uh, you do, uh, one of the things that's important, you cooperate with many different churches that are concerned about poverty and homelessness. About how many different churches would you say are kind of in that partnership network with you we right now? We have about 300 churches that support us in one way or another, and from all over the area. Mm-hmm. You know, if you become homeless in Mount Pleasant, you probably end up still in Longview. So we have churches that support us from as far as Mount Pleasant, from the whole, from the whole area, mm-hmm. Mineola. Uh, Big Sandy, so on. Mm -hmm. And you know, you started out in Longview, and we mentioned that you have a Tyler presence. The Tyler presence is now the Gateway to Hope um, agency that serves the homeless and has been for about the last five years. You took it over back in March of 2015. We'll get to that because there are some important services being offered there as well and some expansion on the way that we're going to talk about. Um, These services make a real difference in the lives of men, women, and children in the community who are in need of help. And I'm reading right off the website, I'll admit it, but it uh, cuts to the heart of what you do. Uh, We're talking transformation here, aren't we, in a lot of instances. It's kind of a hit or miss um, proposition, let's be honest about it, but some people's lives have really been transformed through the work that you do. You know, some people are having a temporary crisis, and we can just help them through that. Some people, their life is a crisis. If you have an issue with addiction or abuse or mental health, if we don't address that issue first, you're going to continue to be in crisis. And that's one of the things we want to do is we want to focus on the whole person. And so through that, we're doing that through counseling, through chapels, through rehabilitation programs, through hooking people up with mental health services. Whatever those needs are, we want to make sure that we're meeting the whole needs, not just the temporary needs of shelter and food. Mm-hmm. And location. Let's get that out of the way real quickly. I'll take care of it. You have administrative offices at 3123 West Marshall in Longview. The Highway 80 Men's Shelter, which is, I guess, pretty much right next door, 3117 West Marshall. And the Women and Family Shelter as well. I I guess you kind of don't give out location information for that because a lot of abuse issues. Yeah, actually, they're all part of the same campus. Okay, well, excuse me. Didn't have that quite right. If you come right to the Men's Shelter, they can give you access to the Women and Family Shelter. Um, we, we have a kind of a 
complete campus in Longview. Okay, fair enough. Uh, phone numbers for the administrative offices, 903-759-8101 for the administrative offices in Longview, and 903-234-2583 for the Women and Family Shelter, and for the um, Highway 80 Rescue Mission Office in Tyler, which is at 601 East Valentine and functions primarily as the gateway to hope, although that's expanding. Uh, and you have a new person on board. Don Moulton is over that now, right? Yes. Okay. Um, they got their own page on your website, which, by the way, is highway 80 mission.org or highway80rm.org and lots to find on Facebook as well. I notice you have several social media um, accessibilities on your website. Facebook, I guess, is going to be the main one. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Okay, good deal. And just uh, type in Highway 80 Rescue Mission if you want that Facebook page. And that's always going to be an important way to communicate if you want more information about any of the above. Um, Don Molson in Tyler, 903-617-6097, and you can email Don as well, M at highwayadrm.org. Now, on to more of the meat of the program. You provide a number of services at the Highway 80 Rescue Mission. I'm counting 10 or 12 on here. Did you kind of want to briefly go over some of the different things that you do? I know you've done it in general terms. Did you maybe want to get a little bit more specific? Well, sure. I mean, you know, the main thing that people think of us is emergency shelter. Mm -hmm. and, we, and if you're homeless, you can come right through our doors. We don't have any pre-screening its. If you have a need, either come into Gateway um, here in, in Tyler or come right to our Longview location, and we'll do what we can do to help that emergency. Um, past that emergency, then we're going to work with you on a case plan of what does it take to get you out of homelessness, and you need to per you need to participate in that. Mm -hmm. If you then need to have alcohol and drug recovery services, that's one of the areas that we have. We have a nine-month um, program for that. Mm -hmm. um, if it's a matter that you need educational services, we have GED prep that we can put you into. We also have um, clinics both in Longview and Tyler um, that are for those that are homeless. Often, if you're sick, you can't be employed. Um, those things are all interconnected, so we have a partnership um, with UT Tyler Nurse Practitioner Program and Special Health Resources to provide medical services um, to those folks. Um, one of the things that people don't think of as much is that we also do have a children's ministry, so those children that are staying with us um, in our shelter, um, we have a after-school program, but then in the summer we have a day camp, um, and that includes any kids that used to stay in the shelter or are from at-risk neighborhoods, and we'll have about 60 kids in a free day camp um, for the summer. Mm -hmm. um, so plus feeding people, clothing people, um, those are the those are the main things um, that we provide. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and just run down some of these as they're listed on your website. Food, three times a day, 365 days a year. Clothing room, prescription assistance, chapel services, tutoring, shelter, medical clinic, laundry services, computer labs, spiritual counseling, showers and personal care items, beds. It seems like you have it all at Highway 80 Rescue Mission. And um, that's just kind of looking at it from another angle. Uh, obviously, there's a lot going on at Highway 80 Rescue Mission any way you look at it. And it's important to note that it's growing. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more later in the show. Uh, no federal government or United Way funds. Faith-based ministry funded through the generous contributions from individuals, churches, businesses, corporations, and the community at large. And that brings us to donations. And in a minute, we'll talk about volunteering. You will always very, very gladly accept uh, financial donations. And I'm sure you can do that on the website. 
you can do that online or mail to us or however however you want to do it and we're just thankful for that support okay great now as far as volunteering is concerned uh i understand that for the holiday season and we'll talk a little bit more about some of your holiday activities in just a little while here as well all the slots in tyler are filled for the holiday season but if you want to volunteer in tyler at the gateway to hope um, office at 601 East Valentine. Um, they will have some openings coming up, what, maybe after the first of the year? Yeah, and so there's always needs for volunteers. I know they're specifically looking for somebody who has the ability to cut hair. Okay. Um, look for people that can do tutoring, um, life skills classes. Um, I believe they're also looking for people that can do, like, driving to help people get to appointments mm -hmm. um, and those kind of things. And like I said, if you contact them, um, they'd be glad to have you come down do a tour and an interview and kind of see how you fit. There is a screening process that people mm -hmm. do need to go through to volunteer. Mm -hmm. And always plenty of openings in Longview, I assume. Yes. Um, uh, probably our biggest need in Longview is um, people to do volunteer work with the children. Um, we have 35 to 40 children um, that are in-house with us, um, so we're looking for people to help us. So we have two um, child advocates, but often they need help um, as they're doing programming, as their moms are in classes and so on. And people do need to go through some extensive screening, but it is one of our greatest needs that people will help um, with those children. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, about how many paid staff members do you have in Longview right now? Um, all together between Longview and Tower, we have about 32 staff. Oh, okay. And I understand that four of those are now in Tyler. That's so correct. you have, uh, 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 it's not a big staff in Tyler, but still substantially larger. I think it started off with one, uh, maybe no paid staff members. I think it was all volunteer in the beginning when it was Gateway to Hope, Hope under different auspices. But you're growing in Tyler as far as paid staff and in other ways as well. Yes. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the changing face of whom we're working with. Before we do that, I'll, I'll remind everybody, this is In Focus. I'm John Sims, and we are talking to Executive Director Eric Berger of the Highway AT Rescue Mission. Changing face of whom you're working with. Right now, you're seeing a lot more younger moms. Let's kind of look at that from the perspective of what most people think of when they think of whom you serve and how that's different from the folks that are coming in your door now. So when I first started working in rescue missions in the 80s, um, everybody was the stereotypical homeless person. 55 years old, alcoholic, um, that was the majority. Um, those people we still have, but they're no longer the majority. Mm -hmm. um, now we're seeing a whole diversity. Um, we still have those people, but younger is, is changing. Young moms, um, you know, we still get single folks, but that's probably our biggest challenge now is this huge increase of moms who are under the age of 25, already have three kids, who, and usually they're employed, but they're underemployed. So mm -hmm. they're working a part-time job with, with three kids because that's one of the challenges. How do they have the right job while they have three kids? Um, also, just younger, single, um, 16, 17, 18-year-old kids mm. still in high school. One of the things interesting is usually they're not the ones that are in crisis, but mom's decided to move in with a new boyfriend, and the, the son or daughter don't fit that plan anymore, and now they're just mm. on their own. Um, that's definitely a new change, and I'd say one of the other things you see is also medical issues is what brings people into homelessness. Um, you get an extended illness, um, you end up losing your place in your job. Um, where do you go in the past? 
the family was a depth, but not everybody has that family to right. depend on. So now we become the place. So it puts us a lot of different challenges. In addition, still dealing with people who have mental health issues, still dealing with the issues of substance abuse. But it's all a mixture of folks that we're now um, trying to serve. Okay. One of the things you tell me is that 60% of those younger moms who are now walking through your doorways have had some abuse in their childhood, and I guess quite likely continuing abuse. In, in their childhood or in their adulthood. Or in their adulthood. Okay. Is that what you see as the primary reason for this population increasing, or is it just part of the picture? It is a part of the picture, but one of the things that we're discovering is, is that impact of that abuse does have an effect. And mm -hmm. so one of the things that we're also finding, sometimes those young moms are now getting involved with what I call romance addiction, is now trying to find this perfect relationship. Oh, we're trying yeah. to find this, and, and that's one of the things we're working with is not just having peace from that abuse and healing, but how do you also understand the th that it has changed your thinking and how do we help you get a new thinking? So we use a program called Over Overcoming Abuse God's Way. Um, we've actually have a, a um, I think it's a three-month program that we now have in place to help um, those um, overcome some of those impacts of abuse. Okay. Um, the younger population, again, uh, wandering and lack of family, getting maybe kicked out of the family because, as you say, they don't fit that picture of the mom with a new boyfriend. Not that much substance abuse within that population. You tell me it's mostly those kind of wandering, feeling left out of the picture or being left out of the picture issues. Yeah, and our, our staff now is kind of using um, pre-addicted. Um, and I think one of the things that they're finding is that these folks maybe have done some um, I'm experimenting, but they're not an addict yet but we can see it from here mm -hmm. we can see the pattern they're going but the good news is is that they're coming and accessing the mission now so if we can work with them now and prevent them from going down that path and often um, we're getting them back into school we're getting them reconnected mm -hmm. um, we work hard to make sure they still have a childhood mm -hmm. um, if you're 16 17 and you're staying as an adult as the mission um, how do you still have that child? So we're helping people go to props. We're helping people stay doing football. We're helping those um, kids who, in essence, are staying as a homeless adult still have a childhood, even though they're in a homeless shelter. Okay. And, folks, obviously a lot of them already know this, but they can just, and do they usually, just come right to your door and say, I need help? Is that how it usually works? Um, is that what you recommend? Is it better to maybe call first if you have access to a telephone? Or what's the best way for folks to make that initial contact? You can call, but you can just sh um, show up. If you if you come to our tower location, you do need to come um, before 4 o'clock. Mm -hmm. um, but at our Longview location, um, we're 24 um, we're 24-7. Okay. And just as a hedge, let's give that contact information out again. You're at 3117 and 3123 West Marshall. Administrative offices at 3123 West Marshall in Longview. Phone number is 903-759-8101. Highway 80 Men's Shelter is right next door. And the Women and Family Shelter is just part of that 
campus in that 3,000 block of West Marshall Avenue. So if you, if, you, if you can get to the 3,000 block of West Marshall, I think you pretty much got it nailed down. And the Women and Family Shelter number is 903-234-2583. And Tyler at 601 East Valentine, just a little ways east of the uh, complex that includes the Municipal Court and the Northeast Texas Public Health District, if you need to know exactly where that is. Don Moulton's over that now. Number is 903-617-6097. Got their own page on your website, which we'll give out in a minute. And Don's email address is donm at highway80rm.org. Website, highway80mission.org or highway80rm.org. Pretty much everything we're going to be talking about today you can find on that website by going through one of those two portals. And also Facebook, very important way of communicating in, with your agency as it is with practically everybody nowadays, Highway 80 Rescue Mission. Let's talk a little bit now about the... Uh, agency or the uh, your branch in Tyler and again a little bit of history it started out as Gateway to Hope a homeless resource center about five years ago and you took it over in March of 2015 you already had a presence in Tyler at that point so you just kind of combined your resources let's just kind of get a general update on your Tyler operations now where are you with that how are things going and what are we looking at maybe not too far down the road so one is the the day center um, Gateway to Hope is still the basic services that it's providing, still providing, which is showers, um, laundry services, mm -hmm. um, computer services, those basic needs. What we also have done is we have a little more case management opportunities so that those folks that need help with IDs, those folks that need help in the mental health services, those folks that need um, in the clinic services, um, there are case managers there that are able to help um, do those things. The other thing is, is that you also can access um, the shelter in Longview from um, Gateway to Hope. So we have a van that comes every day um, back and forth. Um, one of the neat things about that is, is if you're staying in shelter in Longview at night, but you're still seeking employment or you have a job um, here in the daytime, you can still access um, those services. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of where we're at currently with the services that we're providing. Um, here in Tyler. Okay, Marvin United Methodist Church, you say, is the one that's providing that van to... Yeah, they, they gave us about three-quarters of the money to purchase that van. Okay, very good. Um, also important to note that um, the Tyler operation, Gateway to Hope, is currently in need of supplies, razors, laundry detergent, deodorant, body wash. You can check a lot of this out on the website. And they will take donations uh, via drop-off. Just go ahead and drop them off at um, 601 East Valentine Street. And let's get those hours straight. I think their day is kind of split into two different um, divisions. There's a, There are things that go on from 8 in the morning until 1 in the afternoon, and then there are other things that are happening between 1 and 4. Just so folks will know what they'll be looking at if they walk in the door, how does how, uh, how does that work exactly? So currently in the, in the afternoon is more of a programming time. Uh -huh. We're we're in the process of changing some of that so that there's going to be more open time going on while there's programming going on. But there's afternoon Bible studies, there's classes, um, life skill classes, um, UT Health Center comes in and does programming. Mm -hmm. and so the 
the afternoon has been more of programming. As we expand um, the back building, we're doing some renovations back there, um, that programming and just kind of an open time for services will be going on at the same time. So we're just we're in the process of making some of those changes now. Okay, and again, from 8 in the morning until 1 in the afternoon, it's just kind of serving basic needs. Is that uh, how that, that works? And uh, let's see, a medical clinic, holiday meals, uh, what else do you have here? Uh, uh, computers that people can do job searches on, showers, laundry, things like that, available to the homeless population and anybody else, I guess, who is at risk of being homeless. Yeah, and, and once again, what is homeless? So if you're staying, sure. you're couch surfing, it, um, you know, the person that stays in the car doesn't see themselves as homeless. Well, they are. Mm -hmm. um, also, you have a lot of people that are staying in motels. Um, and once again, um, they're not staying there because they're on vacation. So all of these folks are folks that w that we're going to be serving. Plus, you still got folks that are staying out in the camps. Now, I'd say those numbers have really reduced over the last couple of years, and, and we've been able to really work on helping getting some of those folks out of those camps. We've got a number of them actually into our alcohol and drug recovery program. Um, we have one of the guys that's doing an internship in our leadership program who for 12 years lived in the camp um, behind um, Super One is now going to college and is now volunteering um, back at Gateway. Mm -hmm. So we're, we are seeing some getting folks out of those camps. Mm -hmm. Now you and I talk about those camps, and we know about them. You know, we've been there at, at least in a fashion, done that at least. Uh, I know I've been involved with some volunteer and work um, endeavors that have familiarized me with that. But if you if you're hitting folks for the very first time and we're, you're talking about those camps, let's emphasize there are homeless camps right around the Tyler area. About how many people, roughly, would you estimate are living in homeless camps, just out in the weather, in tents? You know, I, I think I think you got to put those into two groups. I think those folks that are permanently out in those camps, um, you know, my guess is it's, it's under 30. Mm -hmm. um, and I think sometimes it's probably even only like 12 or so. Now, I think you also have folks who go into a camp for a period of time, and so are there are times where those numbers have surged past mm -hmm. Um, 30, but when those folks that we know were the ones that are out there day in, day out, I think it's actually a relatively smaller number. Mm -hmm. What about Longview? Do they have the same situation there? You know, to some extent, but one of the things that's interesting is, is that you're, um, that area is more on the outskirts of town and mm -hmm. not necessarily right nestled into the town. And so a lot of those are pretty deep down there. And so I don't know if people have as good of, of sense mm. of how many are out there as much as you have as you have here. Okay. Um, but they're certainly um, down off the south side. There's a lot of folks staying in those railroad um, mm. um, areas out, mm. out there. Ongoing battle, ongoing issue. Let's talk a little bit more about the, uh, the Gateway to Hope facility in Tyler. Now, you have a staff of four there. I wanted to mention that, again, Dawn Molson is the person who's overseeing that facility now. She's relatively new on the job, came in right around September. Or well, actually, she's new as being as the being, one over, but she's yeah. she's actually has been um, here in, um, she's worked half-time in Tyler, half-time in Longview for about four years, and she's actually been working in rescue mission work for about 12 years now. Okay, so she definitely got a good running start. Now let's talk about the substance abuse program that you're trying to put in. That is really the um, uh, 
focal point of the things that you're getting ready to add in Tyler right now. Uh, and it's based on a program that I believe you have in Longview, the discipleship, the New Creation Discipleship Program, as I understand we, it. What's going on in Tyler so, right now? So we currently have a nine-month Christ-centered recovery program that has work therapy, classes, get involved in the church, celebrate recovery, very intensive, has been very successful. And matter of fact, we have usually probably 8 to 12 guys in Longview who are from Tyler. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things we want to do is bring that program here because one of the real important things is getting you connected into a church. So we're actually in the process of seeking um, a location that we would have a 40-bed um, recovery program um, so that people wouldn't have to come, to, wouldn't have to leave Tyler to get Christ-centered alcohol and drug um, recovery um, program and so we're in the process and hopefully um, by the first of the year we'll be able to to announce what what that location is and a little bit more how people can be involved in that mm -hmm. um, but that's kind of the next step that we're working so that we've got that ability where you can do that right here in Tyler good so we should be getting some news on that within maybe another two or three weeks once that announcement is made do you have any time frame as to when you might actually have that thing up and going it, it'll probably be one of these things that probably within three months we'll start doing a transition to it so for example um, we might have it where it starts with guys who have graduated from the Longview program. We'll do transition, and then we'll add four or five beds at a time. So that'll be one of those mm -hmm. things that probably in six months will start, but it'll probably be in a ramped up that'll take a year or two to get all the way to the 40-bed program. We'll, we'll okay. be very slow in how we do that. Okay, and certainly we'll be keeping an eye on that and do keep us posted. John Sims on In Focus this morning talking to Eric Berger, Executive Director of the Highway 80 Rescue Mission based in Longview for many, many years, since 1955, and recently with a presence and with a growing presence now in Tyler. Highway80mission.org is the website, or you can go to highway80rm.org. Either one of those will get you into the website, and then on Facebook, just Highway Highway 80 Rescue Mission. Lots of information on there. It is the holiday season, or hadn't you noticed, and you have care packages and a toy drive. Let's talk a little bit about what's happening with that. Well, care packages for the homeless is more of our way to do gifts for adults. And so what we're looking for, and we have a list on our, on our website, is looking for people that would put together personal items and then on the day before Christmas, on the 23rd, we'll be having a big party both in Longview and Tyler where we'll mm. give out probably about 600 backpacks full of personal items um, for homeless adults. So like I said, if you want to participate, this is a great thing. If you've got kids, you want to go and shop with them, get some personal items. Like I said, those lists are on our websites. Um, the other thing that we do is that we do provide... Um, um, gifts for about um, 700 kids that we've had a relationship with. Mm. Um, about 700 in um, Longview and about 40 um, that are in Tyler. So okay. we, do have a Chris we do have a family Christmas party um, in Tyler. It's not as big, but these are mostly the families that are like staying in these motels or the folks that we've built some relationships, um, relationships with. And if people would like to um, give gifts to those parties. We're just asking for basically unwrapped gifts from a 10 to $20 value, um, and you can just donate that at both of our locations. 
Okay. Uh, getting down close to the end of the show, but um, there are some real interesting stories on our website, and I personally will take the initiative of directing people there. Um, there's a fellow named Morris who is quoted as saying they change lives here. And uh, read Morris's story on that website if you have the opportunity. He started off having no direction. He was a wild kid. And... Um, it really, you know, I think one of the things in Morris's story, without going into a lot of details, is that he had to come to a realization that things weren't going right for him. You don't take people and just lead them along and call the shots for them. There has to be a commitment on their part. Yeah, there, there has to be uh, um, some sense of change sometimes. You know, in, in the story of the prodigal son, it talks about him coming to the senses. Mm -hmm. The thing we want to be is, are we at the right place when you come to that point? Will we be there for you. Mm -hmm. um, I I can't I can't change anybody. I don't have any personal answer for anybody. I can lead people to the right direction, but what I can do is I can be there when people are ready to do that, mm -hmm. and I can stand by them. And that's what we try to do every day. Okay. Here's another one that kind of caught my eye. Laterno University. There's a fellow named. Um here, I've got it right in front of me. Drew McCoy. He's helped raise more than $5,200 so far for Highway 80 Rescue Mission. He encourages fellow students to donate leftover money on their university meal cards. Tell us a little bit about Drew. That's a well, good story, and I think sets a good example for other folks who might want to find creative ways to volunteer or get involved. Drew found out that, as a student of Laterno, that any unused um, money from what they put in for their, for their meals basically just got left unused uh -huh. and they didn't re they don't refund the students because they want them to spend it on food and so he started just using his money to buy granola bars to then take to the homeless but he bought out the campus um, store of granola bars so he went to the administration and said hey can we do some bulk ordering and can I get other students to do this and they they agreed to it and so that school then took the money that that the students hadn't spent and they bought food um, for the mission. What's interesting is that Drew didn't really know a lot about the mission, got connected, and he ended up then working that summer for us, um, working with kids um, at the mission. And we've had two other Laterno students that then started also ah. working at the mission, um, helping these homeless kids kind of through that. So. Um, Hey, students at UT, this might be an idea. Talk to the administration about right. that on the, or um, TJG or Kilgore or um, ETBU. Um, we'd love to Texas see College, uh, some, other, other, sure. some other schools um, look at doing this. Okay, great. Well, it's uh, gone well this morning, Eric. Thanks for sharing a lot of information with us. We are just about out of time, but I want to let everybody know again, we have been talking to Eric Berger, the executive director of Longview-based Highway 80 Rescue Mission with a growing presence in Tyler. And um, I'm John Sims, and that is pretty much our show for today. But again, Eric, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Keep up the good work. Keep us posted on the progress that you're making, and uh, have a great holiday season. Well, thank you so much. You bet. Eric Berger of the Highway 80 Rescue Mission, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. As always, thank you very much for joining us, and we will see you again next week on In Focus.